everyone, it's Julia Christine and welcome to the Unsocial Butterfly podcast. So for today's episode, I'm actually super excited to talk about the Myers-Briggs personality test from 16personalities.com, I believe is the website. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to do all of my kind of recap that I do in the beginning of the episodes. So let's chat. So I don't really have any updates from the last time I talked to you guys, but Um, I wanted to do a little bit of a recap of Grey's Anatomy and a million little things. So if you guys don't want any spoilers, if you haven't caught up with last week's episode, I think it was like March, oh, what day would it have been? March 11th? Yeah, 2021. If you guys haven't watched either Grey's Anatomy or A Million Little Things, skip ahead a few minutes because I don't want to spoil anything for you. So here's a fair warning. Skip ahead, turn it off, or do whatever you need to do so you don't get the episodes spoiled because there were some huge things that happened in these episodes. So let's talk about Grey's Anatomy. So I've been watching Grey's Anatomy for years. Of course, I started watching Grey's Anatomy probably when I was in my freshman year of college, I think. I basically binged the entire thing on Netflix and then I was able to catch up and watch it as it was live with my mom. I guess not live, but like as the new episodes came out each week. But so my mom and I have been watching it together for the last, oh, I wouldn't even, probably five years. And I have just been so unimpressed with Grey's Anatomy for the past few years, especially being in the medical field. It is outrageous how many little things they do incorrectly. Like, the doctors are the nurses and the x-ray techs and the cleaning staff and the transport like the doctors do everything and there's just so many little things that like my mom and I are screaming at the tv when we watch Grey's Anatomy like they break sterile fields all the time and like the the doctors are the ones positioning the c-arm in the surgery suites it's just it's ridiculous they really need to consult a different medical advisor for that show but nevertheless I still I still watch it (laughs) but I'm sure any of you guys if you are medical professionals you'd probably be screaming at the tv too if you watch this show but anyway I just got off on a tangent but so basically Meredith Grey has had a ton of different men in her life we all know this and she's also has like nine lives she's basically a cat but this past one, like she's been seeing um, Andrew DeLuca for the past few seasons, I would say. And then they just spontaneously, I'm, I'm telling you guys now, skip ahead if you don't want to hear a spoiler because this is a gigantic spoiler. Like this was the very first episode back for season 17 and they killed off Andrew. I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously, I really appreciate how they did it. At least it was in like a... I don't know, he was like a hero in the episode, but still, it's like, why can nothing good happen? Like, if a character wants to go off of the show, why do they have to kill them off? Like, it's just too emotional for me. I just can't handle it. So, I was really pissed off that they started the season off that way, but apparently they really didn't know that they were going to kill him off. Like, it just happened as they were writing the episode, so I was very upset with that, and I'm just hoping that they end Grey's Anatomy soon. I feel like I have to watch it because I've been spending so many years of my life and I can't imagine like my mom, she's been literally watching it as it goes live each week since basically Grace started. I don't even know how many years Grace has been on, maybe like 15 to 20 years. I don't know, probably not that long, but anyway, I was just pissed about that and I liked DeLuca a lot. I don't like his sister, Karina. She is very annoying on that show, but anyway. So, if you were upset with Grays, I'm right along with you there. Very disappointing, and I really liked him. He's very cute. 
All right, next one we're going to talk about is A Million Little Things. And this show really pulls at my heartstrings. You really have to pay attention when you watch it. And it has been great from the start. I really like it. However, I do not like Eddie and his family. They Eddie and Catherine and Theo, they're all really annoying. So I just, I don't like that portion of the show. But like Gary and Maggie, I like all of them. But I just watched the episode with my mom tonight, the newest one that was just on. And basically, again, spoiler jump ahead if you haven't watched the newest episode but Maggie found out she was pregnant so I hope that she isn't because I really like her and Gary together but I kind of like her with this new Jamie guy but I don't know I just don't know how to feel about it it was just surprising I really sometimes shows like that you can kind of guess what's gonna come next but I kind of appreciate that they kind of wrote something random in there because I really did not expect that so we'll see where that takes us this season Also, if you guys watch This Is Us, I really have to pay attention to that show because they jump around so much and I really have to like be in the mood to watch it. So I haven't caught up with that one yet this season, but I think we have three episodes to watch. So I'm really going to have to be ready to watch those ones, let me tell you. And then the other show that currently just came on, of course, like all the shows that I watch all go off at the same time. And then when the new season starts, they all come back on at the same time. So I feel like I'm constantly having to go over to my parents' house to watch it because my mom and I, um, we like watch the episodes together. But The Masked Masked Singer just came back on too. So I like that show because it's kind of something stupid and like it doesn't take a lot of thought (laughs) to watch it. But um yeah I like that show I didn't watch this episode from last week so if you guys watch any of those shows I'd love to chat with you guys on the Instagram about them because it's always fun to have a conversation with someone else and if certain people didn't see certain things it's kind of nice to like bounce off of one another like my coworkers and I used to do that all the time so yes if you ever want to chat about any of those shows just hit me up over on Instagram Alright, I don't really have any other updates for this week. I'm not really doing anything, have nothing planned. I just have a big week of content creation ahead of me. Um, I'm also going to shadow at my new facility just so I can get used to the x-ray room and stuff. I don't remember if I've said this in a podcast episode, but I will be doing CT and MRI primarily. Like I'll be learning how to scan, but they are getting a new CT machine where I'm working next. So I think they're going to have me hold off on training into CT until they get that new scanner. And of course they have to do like all the PMs and stuff on it. So it'll be a little bit, but I think this Tuesday I'm going to go in and shadow the x-ray tech Tammy. Um, I haven't said this either, but I'm actually working at the same clinic as my mom. Funny story, but yeah, I'm really excited to work near her, I guess, but I'm going to shout out Tammy on Tuesday. So I was thinking about maybe vlogging it and I haven't mentioned this on YouTube because I have like a bigger following, but if any of you guys are in x-ray or like any of the radiology modalities or like you're interested in it, Please let me know if any of you would be interested in seeing like a tour of the x-ray room. Of course, I wouldn't be able to show like actual x-rays because that's a HIPAA violation, but at least I'd be able to show like what the room looks like. In one of my work vlogs, I showed what the x-ray room at the clinic looked like and a lot of people liked that. So if you'd be interested in that, I definitely would be able to do that because um, there's not as many rules at my new clinic as there was at this old facility that I worked at because it was a university so obviously there's a lot of rules with higher education so I'm sure I will be able to do that so if any of you would be interested definitely let me know 
All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So I was kind of thinking about different topics that I could talk about this week, and I was thinking back to when I worked at the campus clinic, and I was thinking about the Strengths Finder 2.0 test that we took. And basically, it's like this 30 to 40 minute test that you take, and it basically pulls out five different characteristics that are your strong suits, and then at our big... Um, annual beginning of the semester meeting we had all of the entire clinic there and basically we were just talking about like different procedure changes they have it every single year at the union but basically we were all talking about our strengths and which one most of us were in and which ones were more rare to be in etc and something came up from one of the hire people which I've talked about this person before and that they've created a lot of issues for a lot of people And I was talking to this person and they asked me, what's your number one trait? And I said, harmony. And this person goes, ugh, you harmony people. I just can't stand you. And she was partially kidding, but partially not. And I was rather offended. And I think harmony is something that is great to have, being that I am in healthcare. And I think a lot of people in my clinic had harmony as one of their top strengths. So I was actually kind of offended by that. And I was just sitting and kind of pondering that conversation I had with that person. And and maybe I'm just overly sensitive and not seasoned enough yet in the workplace environment, but I just thought that was kind of rude. And I think talk like that can definitely be detrimental for a community of coworkers. So I was really thinking about all of the things that happened and kind of replaying that. And I decided to finally take the 16 personalities personality test. I hear people talk about it all the time. I actually listened to a full episode on That's Loaded with, I think her name is Bridget Feuerstein. And she talked about the different personality types, the different combinations, the different wings. And that was totally up and over my head. At that time, I had known what the Myers-Briggs personality tests were, and I'm pretty sure that I was introduced to those in psychology, probably my freshman year of college, and I hadn't really touched on them after I had been in the like workplace environment and also in my program, because I definitely think once you get into a full-time job, you really learn things very quickly, and you have to learn how to adapt and change And kind of alter your thought process and just I guess you're just growing up in a sense as well. So I wanted to take this again because I guess I had taken the 16 personalities test before. My email was connected to an account so I just retook it because I don't even remember the last time I did take this test and I'm sure things change quite a bit. So even if it is just minor little things that I would alter, I think it was important to be as accurate as possible. So I decided to take that test this evening. So before we get started, I am very new to all of this, so I apologize if I say any of the terminology incorrectly or if I kind of describe something incorrectly. I'm just trying to learn and I'm kind of learning by research. So if you have any tips of different things or different websites that are helpful, definitely message me over on Instagram and let me know. We can have a conversation because I really appreciate the feedback and just the advice that we all give each other. Of course, being said, this is just a conversation type of podcast. I'm not giving any advice on this. I'm not advising anyone to do anything or change their attitudes or ways of life because of this podcast. I just think it's important to recognize your personality type, especially when it comes to the workplace. So let's talk about it. 
I took the test and I am an ISFJ and I'm a T. I don't know if that's like the wing or if I don't know the correct terminology. So anyway, I'm a T and I'm going to kind of read through all of the different things that I learned and that I think were important to learn about my personality type. So I wanted to take those things that I learned about my strengths and weaknesses of my personality type, see which ones were actually relative to my life, see which ones fit the bill for myself, and just kind of recognize things that I can change, do some self-reflection, um, recognize how they can affect my relationships, my work life, etc., even my relationship with myself. And this year, I've really been wanting to focus on self-growth and improving things in my life for me. So I have definitely done quite a few adjustments to make life a little bit better. So I wanted to take this test to kind of see where I'm sitting right now. So I'm going to pull up my screenshots that I took. So like I said, this is from 16personalities.com. I know there are a lot of different ones, but I just wanted to take the free one because it was simple and easy. So my personality type is a defender. And like I said, I'm an ISFJT, which ISFJ stands for introverted, sensing, feeling, and judging. So something that it gives you is different percentages of different sections of your life um, and how much you sway one way or the other. So this one did not come as a surprise to me, but for my mind, I am 93% introverted and 7% extroverted. I'm surprised it wasn't 100% introverted, but honestly, that doesn't even surprise me. I am such an introverted person. I like to spend time with myself. I like to be alone in my own thoughts, self-reflection. I'm a very self-sufficient person. I don't like being around other people as often as a lot of other people do. Sometimes I think there's something wrong with me because of that, but honestly, I think it's just how I am and I'm realizing that nothing's wrong with that. Next is energy. So it shows where we direct our mental energy. I am 59% observant and 41% intuitive. For nature, it determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. I am 61% feeling and 39% thinking. For tactics, which reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making, I'm 82% judging and 80, 18%, excuse me, 18% prospecting. And for identity, which underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions, <laughs> I'm 88% turbulent and 12% assertive. So honestly, none of this really comes as a surprise to me, but it just kind of reiterates the fact that I am a very introverted person and it kind of breaks it down and explains why I am that way and different strengths and weaknesses I can take from being this personality trait. So I took to it trusty friend Google and just kind of searched different pictures and stuff that are the INFJ type and it says that the INFJ is sometimes referred to as the advocate or the idealist and people with INFJ personalities are creative, gentle, and caring. And something that was interesting is INFJ is also the opposite of the ESTP personality. So if any of you are that personality trait, you are the polar opposite of me, sounds like. Um, I definitely want to do more research about all of these different ones and just see how I interact with people and see if any of those um, personality traits are reflected with people in my direct life. I think it'd be really interesting to compare like my parents, my boyfriend, my friends, my best friends, etc. and just kind of see where we all sit within that realm. Another thing that I thought was super interesting is 
One of the searches on Google said that the top careers for a person with my personality trait is an optician, personal assistant, interior designer, historian, accountant, dentist, religious teacher, nurse, surgeon, and school teacher. Which is something that honestly was kind of like, wow, I guess that makes sense. But I was pre-nursing one once upon a time in my life when I went to NDSU. And I'm not saying that nursing and rad tech is related in any means, but they're both healthcare related fields. And also the optician and surgeon were on here as well as a dentist. So kind of all in the medical field. But I just thought that was interesting because I was interested in nursing once upon a time. Um, But anyway, so this describes that I am a loyal, supportive, and reliable person who has a remarkable attention to the needs of others, sometimes even at your own expense, which is so true. You are committed to the physical well-being of those whom you deem important to you. So I definitely feel like I take on my coworkers, my family, my friends a lot more than I take on my own self. Like I feel like I'm constantly worrying about them or focusing on them making sure that they're okay. This photo also pointed out some different strengths of ISFJ personality types, and it was caring, meticulous, down-to-earth, reliable, traditional, and organized. I would definitely say I am extremely, extremely meticulous, very much so a perfectionist. I am reliable in the sense that I always show up to work on time. I'm always 10 to 15 minutes early. I never show up late. I very rarely call in sick on the one chance that I have a migraine. And I'm extremely organized. I have like three different planners, different notebooks for certain things. I literally have my medicine cabinet organized by and labeled, I guess, with a label maker. And I like to say that I'm caring. I feel like I'm a caring person. I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. but And I can't really say that if I am down to earth. I feel like that's something that other people would recognize about a person. So I don't really know if that one fits me. And I wouldn't say I'm necessarily traditional. I don't think I'm quite so much traditional. So that doesn't really fit me. So towards the bottom of this picture that I'm looking at, it kind of breaks down the ISFJ acronym and kind of explains what each one, not necessarily means, but kind of how each one is related to you. And for introversion, it says you recharge your energy in solitude, which is so true. Sensing you are practical and down to earth. I would definitely think I'm a practical person. For feeling, it says you make value-centered, people-oriented decisions definitely true. And judging, you are organized, preferring to keep a schedule, which I have a planner, I have a Google calendar, I have different Google drives, one for work, one for YouTube, one for podcasting, one for personal stuff. I have financing Google calendars, or not Google calendars, but Google drive spreadsheets. Yeah, I'm definitely organized. And then this I thought was really interesting. So I think you guys should definitely look this up if you take this test just to see your different strengths and your weaknesses and see how much it does relate to you because I thought this was kind of crazy. This photo is stressors that get me spinning. (laughs) Not being appreciated for the daily help I give. Noise, so true. Procrastination. Others' inadequacy affecting my work. Last minute changes. Indecision. Insufficient time to prepare. Workplace conflict. Mm Mm-hmm. Dismissing how I feel, oh yeah, others repeating mistakes, and disregarding my established rules and regulations. I would say that every single one of those pertains to me, either in the school setting or the workplace setting. And then on the flip side, these are some strengths of people with my personality type. 
Good caretakers, cooperative, loyal, organized, practical, dependable, traditional, sensitive, detailed, considerate, meticulous, follow rules, oh yeah, low-key, specific, responsible, devoted, service-minded, concrete, conscientious, thoughtful of others, realistic, kind, patient, and honor commitments. I just think these are so interesting and I really, really encourage you guys to kind of learn about yourself. I feel like this is a great way to kind of set goals even if you kind of recognize how certain things will and will not work for you. I know some people, like I can sit down and organize something for myself, but that's because it's in my personality type. But someone who is the opposite of me may really struggle. So I think if you really realize what your strengths and your weaknesses are, you can kind of take that to your best ability and try to turn over a new leaf. And I'm sure there are different ways on each personality type of how to succeed and how to kind of conquer your weaknesses. Also, this is not sponsored or anything, but 16 Personalities has a really good breakdown of the introduction, um, strengths and weaknesses, romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career paths, workplace habits, conclusion of all of that. So it's a really good website, really well laid out, and I don't want to like bore you guys to death on just my personality type. But I just think it's really interesting to learn about yourself because I honestly wouldn't have recognized that a lot of these things are my strengths and weaknesses. Like I know it deep down, but I'm not really going to acknowledge these things on a day-to-day basis. So now I'm going to talk about these strengths and weaknesses that are listed on 16personalities.com. So for the Defender Strengths, it is supportive, reliable and patient, imaginative and observant, enthusiastic, loyal and hardworking, and good practical skills. And then for the weaknesses, it's humble and shy, take things too personally, which is me to a T, repress their feelings, overload themselves, oh yeah, oh my goodness, reluctant to change, (laughs) too altruistic. Also, damn, going back to that, take things too personally, uh, that is totally adding myself at the beginning of this podcast when I took that woman's comment a little too seriously about being harmonistic. So, of course, there is a premium profile that you can pay for on here. I am not doing that because there is so much access to all of that stuff at our fingertips. So, I really want to dive a little bit deeper into my friendships with my family and my friends and just see how similar and different we are in the same respect to each of our personality types. So, I think this is really interesting and I'm really interested to hear what your guys' personality types are. I also thought it was really different that... Each personality type has like those two different tiers, I guess, with the assertive versus turbulent. It really has a good breakdown of that. So very interesting to see how different all of us can be. Um, I really think it's interesting, especially in the workplace, um, because I feel like a lot of people butt heads and I feel like it says a lot about their personality type. So I think this would be something that could definitely help out in the workplace just to so people know what to say and what not to say to certain people. And I'm not meaning that by saying that we need to walk on eggshells, but I just feel like from my own experience when I worked with people who were all basically 10 plus years older than me, like one of my really good friends that I worked with, she was 64 years old. Like she was such a good friend to me. But in the same token, there were some 64-year-olds, 60-year-olds that were not that way to me and they were very by the book how they were raised and how they thought 
the work field should should look and how it should be portrayed and kind of that hierarchy type of mentality so it's just super interesting to me I'm just really curious what it will be like at my new job of course because every job's a little bit different um when I worked at the hospital I did not experience anything like what I experienced at the clinic so I'm just really interested and I'm gonna definitely do a lot more research on all of these personality types now you guys are gonna hear me talking about this all the time first it was plants now it's personality types (laughs) But that's going to be everything for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and learned a little bit more about who I am as a personality type. Next, I would like to know what your guys are. So if you take the test, you should definitely send me what your personality type is, whether it's the same or even different as mine. And I'm really interested to hear from you guys if you are my personality type and see how we kind of relate to one another. So please don't be shy. Send me a DM. I'm just a normal human being. I love when you guys message me. It is seriously my favorite when I sign on to Instagram and I see that there's a little red number in the corner on the messages. So please send me a message if you guys take this test. I am really curious. Also, if you have any other personality tests that you'd ever like me to go over, I know there are a few different ones. So I think that's a wrap for today's episode. If you have any topics or subjects or whatever that you want me to touch on for next week's episode, feel free to send me a message over on the Instagram as well. And if you're feeling ultra spunky, there's also podcast merchandise. So I sell t-shirts and sweatshirts and things of that nature over on a Teespring account. I think it's actually called Spring, but it is listed in the podcast show notes. So if you want to go check out all of the designs that I have on there, I have a skeleton related one as well as the Unsocial Butterfly logo. And then I have one that's some plants. Feel free to go check it out. You don't have to buy anything if you don't want to, but if you want to, I would totally appreciate that. I love seeing you guys represent my designs because I designed them myself. Like I hand drew them all on my own. So they are my little babies and I love, love, love seeing you guys support that. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys next Monday in a new one. Have an amazing day. Bye guys.